And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here to talk about episode 329, The Return! Of who? We don't know. Perhaps, Brian Brian Dern! I think, no. No? No. He didn't go away? I don't think it's Brian Dern. I I think he has been here for a bunch of episodes in a row, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) this uh, This is an episode written, directed, and guest featuring... Uh, Phil Waller. Gotta um, love him. Do we? No. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I think that first... I have a general amount of love for most of humanity. Yeah. If not you know all what? That's humanity. that's fair. We, we're 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 called to we're called to love our neighbors, and that's everyone. Um, this episode first aired August twenty sixth of nineteen ninety five, um, and was episode seven on uh, album twenty five, Darkness Before Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, uh, cast-wise, we've got a lot of returning... Like, nobody knew, but a lot of people we already know in different parts. Mm-hmm. Like, our boy Corey Burton's pulling, like, quadruple duty on this episode. He is um, he is doing Brock Peterson, the uh, news guy. He is doing Hank, um, the guy on the board of... of uh, or the council. Yeah. He's doing Brian Dern, as always. And he's also doing Shakespeare. Poor guy. I really hope he got paid extra for this one. I mean, Corey Burton's good. Yeah. So I hope I hope he makes you some money. Um, we've got uh, Lynn Luttrell voicing uh, Lorraine, um, whose barn gets spray painted. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also, alongside Katie Lee, Jerry Hauser, and Bob Luttrell voice the council members mm-hmm. and then we've got walker edmonston as mr gantry indeed <laughs> what do we I do guess, now i i typically play the promo oh yeah yeah yeah. okay just when you thought things couldn't get worse blackguard is back coming up on adventures in odyssey dr regis blackguard returns to run for mayor but is that all he wants? Fearing the worst, the gang at Wits End prepares for their biggest battle yet. Find out who's left standing when the smokescreen clears. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Okay, so it just gave away the whole plot of the episode. Yeah, no, it, it really does. Like, what is, like... I'm looking at my notes as far as what happens in this episode, and they just, yeah, they they just covered yeah. all of it. No, I mean, there's there's some other stuff we'll be able to talk about, but yeah, maybe maybe we just play the promo and then we uh, and then we play our outro, and that that's the episode. You guys get Could three be. minutes of the Wadfam Jockpot. Woo! No, I think it's a good episode, and we should talk about it. Exactly. Andrew, Speaking how of does which. this episode begin? <laughs> oh, oh. It, should I do it? What do you mean? I key I keyed you up you, to you do it. You me to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Why, this why episode, you this episode begins with Odyssey's favorite talk show, the Crying Brian Dern Show, featuring Crying Brian Dern. Exactly, and a soundboard that is absolutely nuts. 
Yeah. Well, he's 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 Zoo Radio at its finest. Oh yeah. What does uh what does a call that's been disconnected and our current mayor have in common? That's a right. A recall. <laughs> exactly. Uh I I hate how much I love this part of the show. Like I I absolutely love Crying Brian Dirt. <laughs> I mean, obviously, as the Chalk Squad probably knows, I just, I, I adore this part of Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah. So basically, uh, he's, he's either talking about the recall, and then uh, Dern lays down the gauntlet of, like, you know, I'm calling all people, anybody who wants to challenge uh, Mayor, Mayor Riley in this recall, like, somebody come take his spot. And is that, is that where it ends? Is that where that part ends? Yeah, it's it's not much of a scene, but uh, you know, it is a whole lot of a scene. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, They fit like twenty sound bites into probably a minute and a half. That's true. Zoo radio, and then we cut to Blackard, not Regis Edwin, Mm -hmm. going shop to shop and can being confused by everyone being so friendly to him. Yeah. And like, good to see you again. And he's like, I've never seen these people before. And that's when we learn Shakespeare's purpose, which is to keep Edwin from feeling lonely. So he has, has to uh, interact with, you know, normal people. Yeah. To quote Edwin, you know, I loathe mixing with the common yokels. That's why I have you, Shakespeare. Yeah. Why? Why does Shakespeare put up with this? That's a destructive relationship right there. That's like, not good for him. Shakespeare's honestly seems like a pretty good person. And Edwin's consistently seems like... like what is got, in it for Shakespeare? That's my question. Right, exactly. Edwin's got all of the arrogance of someone who's really good at theater. But he also sucks. Yeah, like, Shakespeare better be getting like tons of free stuff out of this like he better not have to pay for his own flight and stuff like that yeah yeah i don't i don't know that maybe maybe that maybe that is the thing maybe (laughs) it's like it's like a sugar assistant basically yeah yeah exactly i don't Um, like that nope nope (laughs) no no it's perfect i see no problems here andrew Uh, i'm gonna get i'm gonna print that on a t-shirt yeah um and so the views of andrew sabo do not reflect that of the lot fam shot pod (laughs) Or Adventures in Odyssey, or Focus on the Family. Um, or God. <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> well, I, I, I wish they did. I, I think they do sometimes. Yeah. This is bad. getting too personal. Quickly, back to the show. Back yeah, to the show. So, so, yeah. Edwin's just confused by all this. He's like, all right, Shakespeare, we got we to gotta hurry on our errand run. I have a 2.30 class on using emotions to manipulate your audience. And when Which I'm is... late, that's true. You didn't finish that, Andrew? No, I was setting you up. Oh, I don't remember what the rest was. Oh, when I'm late, they make me feel so guilty. <laughs> Which is a genuinely good joke. Yeah. And also, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I, that 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 joke didn't fully click for me in the episode. That is brilliant no it's brilliant and i and i've listened to the episode four times in preparation for this and i will say oh my word it it, it four times andrew well okay so i listened to it once a while ago and then i listened to it once again recently and then i listened to it again and did prep work like did the 
stuff. And then when I was coming back from the gym, Brendan put it on in the car, and I was like, good God. <laughs> My fourth time listening to this. <laughs> and, I, and I will say, that bit got me every time. That is really really good and i am mad that i didn't pick up on it so thank you andrew anytime you just gotta listen to it four times (laughs) no but you said it got you every time so that means you got it the first time yes um and so which makes you better than me Uh, um it's too personal back to the show back to the show (laughs) and so uh they then walk into the sign shop with mr gantry um which i was immediately able like i love I love getting to the point with Odyssey through this that I can tell who the voice actors are before, yeah. like, looking at the credits. And I was like, oh, it's Walker Edmonston. Yeah, and he's doing Tom. a really good job. He sounds uh, like, uh, he sounds a bit like Ollivander from Harry Potter. Did you ever... I've, I've oh. not seen the movies, just read the books. Oh, okay. Well, I the way that his voice sounds when I read the books is always how, like, I imagined it in the in the movies. But it it's different in the movies. But it's it's such a strange like what like what is it? It's like deeply southern, but also like sniveling. Like how is a printer? Which doesn't make sense for a British person. Exactly. But, but yeah. So he's, uh, he he informs Edwin. He's like, no, I I already told you this morning that I can't that I you know your posters won't be ready until Friday. And he's like, that's unacceptable. But wait, I wasn't here this morning. I was. Uh, Shakespeare, what was I doing? Oh, taking a mud bath. Um, it's good for the skin. Yeah. Also, where was I at 10 this morning? When I heard that, I was like, I I don't... Let me think about that. <laughs> Do I know where I was? <laughs> oh, I, I know where I was at 10 this morning. I was asleep, I'm pretty sure. It's a Sunday, so I was at church like a good person. Yeah, that's fair. That's the real problem about this whole uh, coronavirus situation, is that... Yes, that's the real problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah... So then, Edwin, actually, we can, uh, someone has done the beautiful uh, move to write down this whole exchange on uh, on the AIO wiki. So if you'd like, Andrew. Oh, gladly. Um, are, are, do you have a better blacker, Edwin, or a better, uh, or a better Shakespeare? Just like me? Did you hear what he said? Shakespeare? <laughs> Nah, uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, sir. Sir, my good man, I'll have you know there is no one just like me, sir. Edwin Blackard is one of a kind, sir. Edwin Blackard is incomparable, sir. Edwin Blackard is a twin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin's just like, yeah, I'm going to monologue for a while about how I'm unique. I mean, that's a movie. Buddy, have you not run into this before? Like, literally the last episode we talked about with you in it was the one where everyone thought you were your brother? Yep. Now everyone thinks your brother is you. Yep. Um, The transitive property of twins. And and so uh, then uh, when he has that realization, he's like, "Oh shoot! All right, we're 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 leaving town, buddy. Yep. Let's go. We're we're gonna take this show on the road. We've never done that before. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go. Let's go run by our place for ten minutes. Grab our stuff and hit. Get out of here. Blow um, this popsicle stand. Get out of dodge. Yeah. It's 
Break while the yep. iron is hot. Make like a keep... newborn and head out. All right, keep going. Nope, I've run out. That, that, that's, where you, that's, where you, that's where you tap out. I chose to end on the disturbing uh, birthing imagery. You didn't have to draw attention to it, Andrew. That's fair. Um, and so uh, they then... Uh, we, we then we then jump to uh, Jack gardening mm-hmm. and Jason dropping by. Um, and uh, it's a pretty brief exchange between two, the two of them. Yeah. Where Jason's just like, hey, like, you know, I'd love to have you back. And Jack's like, oh, it's been so good to have all this extra time to garden. Um, and also... Another reason uh, to like Jack. Yeah, yeah, gardening. Mm-hmm. But he's just, he's being incredibly passive-aggressive in a way that I found really frustrating. Yeah. Um, and so he, Jason brings up that Glossman's trying to shut down Wit's End, which we kind of already knew, but... What do you think that Jack is trying to, to convey, though? I don't know. That's the problem. Like, I think... I think that Jack is playing the he's, angle of giving him enough rope to hang himself kind of situation. Right, but so why? The, the excuse. Why not just help it. him? Well, because when he did try to help him, Jason was kind of insufferable. He didn't try that hard, though. No, no, he really didn't. <laughs> he gave up incredibly e- easy and has just since then just been in kind of a pissy mood and just been like coming across as kind of like, well, I'm better than you and you'll figure it out eventually. And it's like, just help him, man. Like, Jason's definitely in the wrong here, but, like, Jack needs to do better. Yeah. Please. Well, and, I, um, and the thing is that if it was just Jack and Jason that were directly affected by this, I would be like, well, Jack knows that Jason needs to learn this. But the thing is, if Jason oh, sure. makes a mistake, it hurts a lot of people. Right, including, like, currently, Wit's End is being shut down. Like, is part of Jack, like, is part of Wit asking Jack to be there, like, he's he's somewhat responsible for the shop. Like, yeah. what would Wit do if Jason called him and said, yeah, Jack quit the shop and Glossman's, you know, kicked WWWD. <laughs> that, that, that can be our new merch. Uh, get that on a bracelet. I, um, I mean, does Redbubble or Teespring, do they do, they do bracelets? I don't think so, but... Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll maybe I'll maybe uh, investigate. And so the, uh, it, the the scene ends with Jack being like, "Hey, Jason, like just just so we're clear, like there's a spiritual part to this battle, and mm-hmm. we need to be aware of that, and we need to take time to pray." And then we cut out on that scene, and that's the last Jack's in this episode. Yeah, like we don't we don't hear Jason's response to that. Whether he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right, I forgot." Or whether he's like, ah, screw off, Jack. Like, I don't need to do that. No, it just like, kind of ends. And this episode is pretty long, though, isn't it? Is this 24 it's minutes? A, it's a 24-minute episode. Yep. We are... We, the back stretch of this of this album is going to be long. Yeah. Um, um, so then, well, then we cut to uh, Shakespeare and Edwin coming back to the Harlequin. And then they open up the door, and who's there? But no, 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 no. They do not just open up the door. They are cleaning up yes. and gathering their stuff. And Edwin uh, tells Shakespeare to grab this chest that is just full of his reviews. Yeah. Um, and then and he's like, oh, sir, I thought we were packing light. And then a slightly different sounding Edwin says, why don't you pack really light and take only the good reviews? And it's Got amazing. Him. 
Got him. I love Blackguard. That is the best possible entrance. What a burn. What an absolute destruction. Incredible. And so they have this back and forth, and Earl Bowen is killing it. According to the wiki, this is the only time that these two characters interact, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But he's doing such a good job with the nuance where, like, they definitely sound... Like, it's not... It's obviously not a Bart and Tom thing because they are the same. Like, they are twins, so they need to sound the same. So all of the nuance is not in the way their voice sounds, but in, like, their tone and how they speak. Mm -hmm. And Edwin's just, like, has so much fear, and Regis just has this sense of, like, superiority and control. And it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's... He is like he's full mob boss in this like his voice is impeccable like he is terrifying like so to kind of keep moving they're talking about um basically like edwin's like i'm trying to leave i want to leave and he's like terrified of his brother and then blackard is like you know you can either continue to help me or i can make my make your life very miserable for you yeah and yeah. like, whoa. And, right. And then Edwin oh, literally I'm begs so... for mercy. Right. He's just like, please, please let me leave. Like, I wanted to get out of here. And and Blackard's also like, hey, like, thanks for uh, thanks for laying in all the groundwork. I expected to come back here and be terrified. But uh, you you were here in the meantime. And everyone, uh, everyone likes you. Like, you did a really good job restoring the Blackard name. And Edwin's like, well most of that credit goes just goes to the people of odyssey being good people Mm -hmm. um and i just liked i liked that little exchange quite a bit as well um and then blackard's like all right you can get out of here and uh if you see mumsy Mm -hmm. tell her she still owes me for the hip operation yeah cold-blooded yes sir absolute you know I mean, you watch Sherlock, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get a very strong Moriarty vibe from Blackard. Yeah, yeah, he is He is quite quite Moriarty, which, yeah, makes a ton of sense. But, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It is. He's such a good, like, yeah. It's, it's a shame that the promo absolutely spoils this episode because, wow, it is good. I mean, it's a really good one, and this is really good acting from uh, uh, whoever. I mean, we hmm? we knew from last episode that they were that, like he was going to come back because yeah. Bart and Rodney were all excited about it and scared. Right, a very good combo. We talked about it. Listen to last episode, um, <laughs> and and anyways, then we. Uh, then we jump to a scene, unless you've got something else you want to say about no, no, that. No, 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 go for it. All right, we, we jump to a scene between uh, Connie and Jason, mm-hmm. where Jason's up in the office at Wit's End, and Connie rushes in and is like, you have to turn on the, Brian, or the Brian Dern show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just had this moment of like, is there someone always listening to the Brian Dern show in case there's actually something that matters that comes on? Yeah, no, there must be. Like, or maybe it just... it's on mainstream radio. It might be one of those things where it's like, if you listen no, it... to, if you listen to like talk radio or something like that, like that is a part of it. 
And so right, sure, but but like it still has like a time slot, and so like yeah. like he's definitely on public radio. There's no doubt there, but it's like you still have to tune in to hear the Brian Dern show. And well, I and for how much really... they don't like him, it is very strange that they are always listening to him. And it's like on the like it'll always be like oh turn it up in the background of Wits End, and it's like <laughs> there are children, like, right? Like imagine imagine going to like I don't know you're you're like the 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 so you know your your soda shop down or your ice cream shop downtown where all the kids hang out, and there's just like Rush Limbaugh's always on in the background. Yeah, like what, what do you what do you do with that? But this is also like this is a Christian place of like it's just it's so funny. It's yeah, so no, funny to it, me. It would be like at said ice cream shop. It was run by like incredibly progressive, you know, uh, like left leaning people, and they were listening to Rush Limbaugh. So it makes no right. sense. <laughs> right, right. Like it, it, it's it's the gay couple who owns who owns the ice cream shop downtown, and then in the background, quietly and occasionally turned up. Yeah, conservative talk radio. Love um, it. <laughs> it's great. No, no, no problems here. Nope. And so uh, we then, we then, uh, so they 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 then do turn it on um, upstairs, and uh, and it is a special guest and announcing their candidacy, and and Jason's like, yeah, it's just gonna be Bart again. Whatever, who cares? And she's like, kind of like, I don't know. It sounds like it's gonna be something different this time. And it's Dr. Regis Blackard. Yeah. No, it's, and, yeah. Hello, Odyssey, I've come home. Oh, my lord. It's so good. And, like, the thing that Blackard does that's so genuinely impressive in this episode is, like, he manages, like, he's he's super greasy, right? He's he's mob boss, always, uh, you know, not held accountable for anything. But he manages... To not only be not held accountable for his wrongdoings, but make an entire community of people believe that he was the victim. Right. He is He is doing, I mean, he's doing oh, the same thing that we, well, no, he's not doing what we talk about with, with Glossman. We're like Glossman's Lex Luthor, but he is doing like a, well, you know, I'm not actually the bad guy here. I was just a victim of circumstance kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and it's really great and so yeah he says the hello odyssey i've come home and connie yells i can't believe it and uh jason goes this is impossible he's dead and then we cut to commercial yep and when we come back there's this like very specific odyssey music Mm -hmm. in the background and i'm like oh we're coming back in on a uh on a news scene and sure enough it's brock peterson channel Channel 10 10 news News. (laughs) and Um, it's uh what so it's it's the this, this is where Blackard's really like explaining his thing. Yeah, because the, it's, the it's Brian a, it Dern show is way more about the shock, mm-hmm. whereas this is like, look, like you know, everything that happened previously with me was just a misunderstanding. Um, and Brock's asking him all about Blackard's castle. He's like, you know, didn't your shop before burn down that's where the electric palace is right like brock seems to not know anything about blackard's castle yeah which is really funny um or he knows a lot about it and he's just trying to get i mean brock is yeah, doing two things at once he's being the like he might recap for reporter, the actual audience but, but he's he also is, yeah 
yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's well done, I think. I can't, I don't know. I genuinely, oh, yeah. I don't, I would want to know what the, like, the broader um, community of Odyssey thought about Blackguard when he left. Right. As opposed to right. just, like, the people that actually knew that he was a bad person. Right. Yep. Yeah, is he, is it just, like, RPOV characters who think that he's a bad guy? Or was the whole town, like, that man was up to some shady stuff? And it definitely seems like it's the former. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he, he, he then just goes on about Blacker's castle for a while. He's like, you know, it was burned to the ground. Kids were learning. He wants to, in general, just, like, restore forward thinking to Odyssey. Yeah, well, so the whole thing is that, like, Blackheart's whole angle is, like, so, because Brock mentions, like, Wit's End, like, it's a discovery emporium and stuff like that, and right. and Blackheart's whole thing is, like, yeah, like, you could say that we're competitors, but what our goals were very different. Like, I was very progressive looking at, you know, science and technology and, you know, giving a place for kids to, um, I don't know, to, to learn and, and be a part of cutting-edge technology and wit's end is you know your goody two-shoes mom and pop conservative whatever you know no fun kind of like super bible thumping place and he doesn't say it in as many words but he he does the thing where he's like this is what i was doing and well you know what wit's end was right or is i should say yeah and then blackard says Maybe the most bone-chilling line of of recent Odyssey exploration for me, which is he's talking about like his plan for the city, yep. and his mayoral candidacy, and he says um, he is going to return Odyssey to its former glory. Which, if you would like that in white text on a red T-shirt, the link will be in the description. Yep. <laughs> no, it's. If I can figure out how to do hats, those will be up too. But yeah. <laughs> it is, I was like, oh, oh, I made that joke already with Bart, but yeah. it's serious this time. No, it's, it's actually serious. And it's, I mean, it's concerning. I, I remember. And also take note, he's the villain people. Yeah. He's yeah. the villain. Well, and, and that's the thing where it's like. My my issue more so with with the focus on the family thing is, I, and maybe this is me reading into it too much, but I feel like there's very much an idea that progressive thought in politics is bad news and leaving everything the way that it is, is the answer and like, like, the whole yep. thing that Blackards is he's he's coming at it from a purely secular perspective and from the christian perspective clearly everything he's saying is wrong even though is it really yeah. like is it is it wrong as a christian to want to promote progressive thought and you know experiencing the and learning about the newest technology and things like that um but uh, no, no no we should we should we should all uh, we should all be nobody should have a cell phone or a computer we should all just like telegraph to each other exactly that's uh bring and, back and morse get, code can, can we can we get can we get some uh some love for uh for 
for horse and buggy um, yeah. from, from my neck of the woods. Oh, and, yeah. Smoke screens, my gonna, guy. We can do smoke signals. Dr- if you're going to drive a car, uh, it better be all black. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, I do drive like, an all black car. Yeah, me too. But not by, <laughs> not by uh, religious conviction. Just by uh, I would say sheer that availability. <laughs> <laughs> when I pulled into that driveway and saw that Toyota Camry just shimmering there, it was a, it was a, it was a sight from God. I will say that. Now the listeners know I have no money. <laughs> um, and so uh, yeah, give give Andrew some money, buy our T-shirts. Um, hey, um, what I was no, but anyway, back on the whole making you know, returning Odyssey to its former glory. It was very interesting because before the aforementioned uh, political figure ran for office, I was doing like world history uh, and I was homeschooled. So I was using the the sunlight curriculum and I was reading about like um, the rise of uh, Mussolini in Italy. And his whole big thing was like bringing Italy back to its former glory. And then obviously things happen in the real world that kind of mimic that and now it's happening in the show and right ye fascism yep. is rough <laughs> yeah not a big fan of fascists here on the wad fam jock pod yeah um and so that's an official statement <laughs> yeah no um that in that instance uh, the reviews of andrew the views of andrew sabo do reflect the i cannot speak in so i'm just quitting um <laughs> And then uh, the news report continues to go, um, but cutting away from Blackard, uh, we go to the scene um, with Lorraine Steeb, um, who's talking about her, uh, she was, you know, stuck her head out last night, and there was, she saw some kid in, like, biblical robes, and then, like, she came out the next morning, and her, um, and her shed had been graffitied um, with, uh, with the some words so bad, I don't think you can show them on TV. Like um, butthead, dingus, dingus, uh, shenanigans. <laughs> that took way too long, and it wasn't good. No, um, I know. And so, uh, and Brock Peterson ends on, has the good gang gone bad? I'm Brock Peterson channel 10 news your brock peterson is a good it's a very good impression i will say it's funny because Corey burton is brock peterson and brian dern yeah and you do a far better dern and i whereas my my time has gone into brock peterson but that's fine and to each to each their own you know we all uh both of them are so cadence based which makes it really easy yeah yeah it definitely helps also yeah as as stated probably a dozen times by now my brock peterson is also my link wayne right yeah um, and so uh okay so yeah, wait then... one 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 second before we move on right now a, okay. a, picture this we get these so apparently the good gang has gone bad okay. imagine michael jackson's bad the music video but just arabian janitors okay i'm imagining it it's a pretty good mental image. Yep. I, I'm here for it. I, I, I don't know how this could become a thing, but if it could, I'd be very happy. <laughs> Cosplay as the Israelites. 
in um, Michael Jackson's bad music video. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, some somebody out there who leads a youth group. Uh, you've got an assignment now. We can meet um, at a parking garage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where that was filmed. <laughs> um, and so they, uh, yeah, we then we then jump to Jason and Connie, and and mm-hmm. Connie's like, okay, well, like here here's what happened. The Israelite painted the shed, and then the bones came by and spray painted it afterwards, and. Um, and Jason's like, yeah, like, of course I know this, but the news media doesn't. Mm-hmm. Gotta love fake news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, Connie's flipping out about the whole Blackard thing. And Jason's like, look, we don't want to jump to conclusions. Um, Blackard might not actually be connected to all this. All we know is that he is in town trying to run for mayor. Yeah. Um, and so he says that he's going to go over to the Harlequin to have a quick conversation with Edwin about all this. But who waits for him is not Edwin. Yes. Be- oh, also, wait, before before he goes, Connie's like, uh, also, why'd you say that Blackard was was dead? And Jason's like, oh, uh, uh, it's, it's because I'm a really, really bad spy. Yep, <laughs> because uh, 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 anybody <laughs> they who didn't runs teach against me Tom to... Riley is dead. They don't stand a chance. They, they don't teach me to, they didn't teach me to lie in spy school. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Connie ends on her classic line, nobody ever tells me anything. I get no respect, no respect at all. A just tie for all of our Rodney Dangerfield fans out there. And then uh, Jason walks into the Harlequin. It's an all-black room. Yep. And uh, from the shadows, we hear, hiya, Jace. Yep. Which is uh, which is our boy, Jellyfish. Um, yeah. Well my, friends call- well, my friends all call me Jellyfish, but you can call me Jellyfish. I love it. I love it. I think it's so funny. And then someone, I don't know, I assume Rodney, hits the spotlight. Mm-hmm. It goes on the stage, and Dr. Regis Blackard is sitting there with a lemonade. Yep. Yep. No, it's so I don't, good. I, you know, my brother doesn't have great taste, but he does drink lemonade. Yeah. Would you is like it... some? Oh, my gosh. And then the sound of, like, him swirling the, the ice in the <laughs> cup. Yep. Like, there's clearly so much ice. <laughs> well of course you gotta drink your lemonade on the rocks exactly i mean what is rocks that has nothing to do with alcohol correct yes okay my joke but worse yeah um and so <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> it's too personal too personal back to the show <laughs> um and so and so blackard then explains how he's not dead that the mm-hmm. virus he had been injected with must have been exposed to air. It made him very sick, but it did not kill him. If For those of you who don't remember, this is a lie. Yeah. Um, but it's a very good one. Um, I mean, then, it's uh, perfectly plausible. And then he explains that he's no longer with the European Security Agency. Jason then recaps what um, he found out about Blackard since being back in Odyssey blacker trying to steal applesauce and um the whole incident in chicago stealing the laptop and then blackard's like yeah but uh 
your friend Wit, or your friend Wit, your father, um, in both instances, chose to destroy that software. Software that could have been used for good. Software that did not belong to him, belonged to the government. So, like, maybe I'm not that bad. Yeah, well, um, he then pits it against it, Wit. He's like, no, he's the one who was stealing. Like, he right. robbed, you know, the greater world of great valuable technology and information yeah we were you know he was we were always on the same side i just wish i could see him and tell him that e um and then he laughs sinisterly which doesn't help matters um and and jason's like if you're trying to like make me not like my dad this is a bad tactic and he's Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah whatever i'm you know i'm untouchable um and the uh it's just it's such a good it's such a good exchange i love it Mm -hmm. but also jason at this point leaves yeah i don't know why because he he said that he was gonna come there with like kind of good intentions yeah and like he's just very brooding well yeah i mean he thought this person was dead that's fair. He's not like he has every reason to be suspicious of blackard he just doesn't necessarily want to tie him to the gang but also, um, Jason now 100% knows that Blackard is tied to the gang stuff because Jason knows about Jellyfish, and Jellyfish was there um, and uh, recorded the entire conversation. Oh, which I'm not sure how that's going to get used, to be honest with you. I genuinely don't remember. And when he said that he recorded it, I was like, what did he say that was so bad? Yeah, nothing, really. I mean, at one point, Blackard asks him for an endorsement and he says i'm not going to endorse you yeah but um the uh the thing here is once again jason is a bad spy like at the end of all this he absolutely needs to call this in yeah he's not an agent anymore neither is blackard but he still has connections no, he this... has every reason to call up Donovan or any of those Philby, any of the, well, no, Philby's bad, but any of those agency people and be like, hey, um, I just met Regis Blackard, you know, the person we thought was dead. Did you guys also think he was dead? Just, mm-hmm. just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. Like, this like, man did is... you know that he was alive? Because right. I Because it, it's, it's fine if you did. I understand how spies be sometimes. But I just want to verify. Because on the chance that you didn't, this is a big deal. Yeah. No. This would be a great time for him to have that fancy phone. Yeah. Truly. Um... So, and then, and then we, uh, get, uh, we get kind of a villain monologue from Blackard being like, you know, I'm, you're doomed. I've got this in the bag, basically. Yep. And then... Osman shows up. Yeah. He's we like, uh, taking we... care of all of the council members. Yeah. Things are, things, are, things are all set up. And then they both laugh maniacally. Oh, gosh. Um, Which Glossman's maniacal laugh is bad. Yeah. He laughs at the end of this and... Ooh. the final scene of this episode is the cheesiest thing on earth but whatever yeah um and yeah then we then we go to uh to a town council meeting Mm -hmm. 
Um, basically, they're, you know, talking about uh, the soil, and it, it opens with Glossman being like, hey, you know, we don't know enough about this soil that's underneath Wit's End. There's this unknown compound. It could be dangerous. A and mysterious element. Mysterious element, like, um, and, you know, we have rights as landowners to shut this down if we think that it's a threat. And so Which, then... Hmm? for the record, even if they didn't own the land... If they thought there was a health and safety threat, yeah. they could still shut it down. Yeah. And if not, Odyssey needs to restructure. That's what Blackguard's for. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make he's going to make uh or uh, he's going to return Odyssey to its former glory. <laughs> exactly. Um, Nobody's uncomfortable s- here, certainly not me. Nope. Um and so uh yeah. And then, he, so Tom he, Tom kind of comes against it, and he's like, you know, there's no proof that anything is bad here. Like, this, you know, nobody's got sick from playing at wit's end. And to which I was thinking, wait a minute, what about the edge biter thing? What about that? And that's when uh, Glossman comes in and is like, well, you know, you have vested interest in wit's end personally. You've managed it. Oh, by the way, you know, edge biter chemical company, you know, shot a little there below the belt. Try and right. knock out his yep. character. And everyone's like, whoa, careful there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> Let's but, not be hasty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then basically, I mean, Gl- Glossman's just going at Tom, basically being like, oh, by the way, like, this is a personal matter. You are not objective in this. Right. And so, therefore, like, your authority on, like- as mayor is kind of moot right and i think in an incredible move on the part of the show hank agrees yeah who hank is like the head councilman yeah um like the chairman of the of the council i i don't know what his official title is but he is master um, in chief he's we've seen throughout a lot of these episodes he's a good guy like he and tom are on the same page for a lot of stuff um, and so he's like, you know, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I, I, I have to agree with Glossman here. He's not playing well, but like, he is correct. You're too invested in this, Tom. Um, we, we just need to take our vote. Yeah. And Tom's um, like, no, like, let's, you know, hold off on it. Like, are we really going to do this? And Hank's like, nope, nope, we're doing this now yep. and it needs to be done with. And yep. then it comes down to Hank and, you know, yay or nay. And... Right. Uh, right, Hank so we we to close what's end. Yeah, yeah, we have we have our all of our council members uh, take their votes. Uh, Mr. Grisham, um, Miss Turner, Mr. Porith, Ms. Jackson. Ms. Did did Outcast rip off Odyssey? Is that is that what I'm hearing here? They heard Ms. Jackson as as a yes. council member who yes. voted who voted for confirmed or against. stolen bit. Um, this and yeah they just they just ran with that uh you know what phil waller and uh paul mccusker i suggest you go after uh outcast yeah. take down big boy take down uh, uh andre 3000 make him pay <laughs> he needs to man's been running wild for too long yeah um and uh and so yeah hank is the deciding vote and and decides yes we need to close wit's end yep and then and we then get we... this great transition. <laughs> we cut to a thunderstorm. 
Yeah. Where Glossman, in the rain, in the McAllister Park, outside of Witsend, is nailing a sign into the ground stating that Witsend is closed while monologuing. Yeah, okay, but wait a minute. Because what happens is, when they vote to close Witsend, there's uproar in the council room. And so oh, yes. the guy's banging his gavel, and then it, the banging of gavel turns into, you know... Uh, Glossman evil monologuing while posting a sign. Right, while banging the sign into the ground. And his monologue is, There we go, a fine-looking sign. By the order of Odyssey until further notice, wit's end is closed. Dun-dun-dun! Credits! Yep. That's the episode. That's it. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. It's it's a lot of plot. Um, Four whole times I enjoyed it. As... As as we you know often have in these episodes, mm-hmm. um, it is a really uh, yeah it's it's a great episode. Yeah, there's a lot I'm going quite... on. There's honestly the only part that I don't like is Jack, and it's a small yeah, part. Yeah, the it's... Jack stuff is the Jack stuff continues to be tough. Yeah, but we are just plowing through. Like once again, it's it's almost all plot. There's not yeah. There's well, and it's worth ton. noting, I mean, what, we've got five more episodes and then Blackguard's Return. Five more? You mean Blackguard's Revenge. Oh, Blackguard's Revenge, sorry. Yes, yes. We are coming down the home stretch. By the end of July, We, I think we will have wrapped the Blackguard Chronicles. Yeah, so, which is crazy. It doesn't yep. feel like we've been doing it for that long, but... But also... But I think, I think it's because... It's because the episodes are kind of so disconnected in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, so we're going to go back and cover the Novacom saga again after this. No, we are not. <laughs> no, we are not. Nope. Nope. I would, I would sooner cut off one of my hands. Probably. Wow. Wow. I got mm. strong feelings. Nope. I don't think I'd go that far. I got really, I mean, I got really burnt out by Novacom by the end of it. Well, the the Connie and Mitch stuff burnt me out. Novacom itself kept me going pretty strong. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Connie and the Connie and Mitch stuff that was that was a solid twelve episodes. Yeah, and then three more Eugene. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, we we made it work. We did. We did. And and the faithful Chalk Squad has has stuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah. We 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 really we really like you guys. We do. Just, just a wee bit. Yeah. It's so funny. I was talking to my parents yesterday at dinner, and I was like, yeah, you know, we get mail. <laughs> and my parents, who, like, you know, don't think of me as anything other than who I am at the house, uh, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think in their head, like, still only two people listen to the show. I mean... That should be the case. Yeah, yeah, arguably, yeah. <laughs> there is absolutely no reason we should have this many listeners. But I appreciate it. Yeah, I like I genuinely do. And, and, and I'm proud of the product we put out. I think that we do a good job. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys continue to listen. Yeah. This got weirdly sincere. Mm-hmm. Too personal, too personal. Back to the episode. There it is. Yeah. So, uh, any other final thoughts for the episode, Andrew? Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. I will say that. Oh, yeah. The music we didn't even in this episode is so good. It is um, great. 
Yeah. The underscoring, like, the blackguard stuff, especially, like, the, the scene where he and Edwin are talking initially is so well orchestrated. Mm-hmm. It's great. No, I'm thoroughly... Yeah, thoroughly pleased with this with the score in this episode. And I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited to see well what happens next. I've got I've got good feelings about this one and hopefully the next one is just as good if not better. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh did we have any it's, iTunes reviews? We do not have any new iTunes reviews. I would like to point out that this episode is a 94%, which is less than the last two, um which is Bump that up. <laughs> Talk squad. Bump it up. I don't know what else to say about this episode. So, uh, I mean, so I don't, do you have anything to promote, Dylan? I don't. Oh, yes, I do, sir. Hey, I, uh, I, I'm here to to promote. So, longtime listeners to the podcast, the the OG Chalk Squatters, um, m- m- may be aware of the fact that I used to run a Instagram account that also posted on cross-posted with twitter of uh bad reviews that i had found on redbox Um, yes just making fun of them and uh and that and in december of this past year that kind of died out i just like lost motivation it was i was i had my own template for it and i had to do it from a computer and it just became this thing that like i just didn't want to do as much Mm. um and now it's back in a new and more niche format. Um, and uh, it probably, I don't know. Who knows? It might burn out again. But, mm-hmm. but for now, uh, you can follow Redbox Reviews on Letterboxd. There you go. A, uh, a site that is purely for movie reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, uh, I'm working to get some of that to cross post onto Twitter. I'm not sure what will happen with that, but for the, for the meantime, uh, if you've got a letterboxd account, you can go follow that. And if you don't have a letterboxd account, maybe create one and go follow Redbox reviews and myself while you're at it. Um, DJ Weaver 29 on letterboxd. Uh, if you want to hear my takes on movies, um, that's a thing we're doing over there. Okay. And I I I feel bad. I will I don't have letterbox, but I, I will get it for this purpose. You don't have to feel bad, Andrew. No, I, I, I do a little bit, and it's only because I I this is something that you're really good at and I want to support you in it. Oh, thanks, buddy. And so, uh and if you're if you're interested, a friend of the show, Nathan Haverstick, also on Letterboxd. <laughs> There you go. So. Voices featured at the beginning and end of most episodes. Yes, this one, in fact, as well. So, that being said, uh, want to bring us out, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's I guess that's where where we end. Next episode is a doozy. Um, so we will be back next week talking about episode three thirty. The time has come. Goodbye, Bye, guys. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Linux Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. The Return was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. 
and I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.